The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Take-Two Healthcare. This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, everybody. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. Dayton's all news and talk is 1290-957-WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 957-WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Merkel. With Take-Two Healthcare, it's great to be with you this marvelous, beautiful Sunday, October 3rd. Wow, it is marvelous out there. And uh, it is uh, so exciting to be with you. I am Dr. Merkel, Doctor of Chiropractic, Board Certified in Clinical Nutrition, as uh, well as a couple other degrees in Advanced Nutrition. And every Saturday, 11 to noon, we are here to help you be healthier, to uh, make better uh, choices, decisions in your life, so that you can be healthier. Good health just doesn't happen. It's something you have to work on. It's something you never attain. It's something you always have to make choices and continually to improve your life, your health, your situation. And my clinic is in uh, Centerville. It's on Far Hills Avenue in Royal Swiss Village. And I've been here for, almost hate to say it, about 40 years, <laughs> about 40 years. And uh, right here behind this marvelous microphone going on, is it 26, 27 years? And uh, it is uh, a great honor to be on this radio program. I'd like to thank all you listeners out there and all of you patients, current and former patients, who have um, come to us for help. And it really is an honor that you have chosen us. We, tra- we, we treat that very seriously. And uh, we are very grateful for your trust in us. And we're going to work hard every time you see us to warrant that trust, and to continue uh, in our relationship as we grow, as uh, new things are, are developing in the nutritional world. We're going to provide those, modify things as needed, and work and do everything we can to help you in your quest for better health. Because isn't that, isn't that why we're here? Okay, okay, let me, let me get this straight. Uh, just to be clarify, good health isn't the goal. You know, if that's your sole person life is to be healthy and nothing else, well, that's wrong. Good health only allows to fulfill our purpose in life. Why are you here? What's your purpose in life? And uh, your purpose in life, sorry golfers, isn't to golf every day. It's not to go biking every day, even though I love to bike. What's your purpose in life? Well, we're here to help people in some way or another, whether it's your work as an employee, employer, whether it's uh, uh, from, um, you know, making houses to I think some of the most important jobs are maybe some of the jobs that we don't look uh, too fondly on, like the people who clean, the people who make sure we have clean water, clean air. Um, But clean water is something that we take for granted. But clean water is in the people who, who take away our sewage. I really believe the sewage people and the um, people who have our water safe to drink, those are the two most important positions in our country right there. Because without clean food, excuse me, without clean water, without getting our waste taken away, it doesn't matter what else you do. If you, if you think that exercising, running, but you're drinking dirty water, 
or, uh, or you're doing whatever you do, but you don't have a good waste removal, we got a problem, don't we? So we all take that for granted, but truly those are the most important people, the people that, that clean, that keep things neat and tidy because that way germs are kept down and that, that is critical. Which goes to, but there's always germs. You can't get away from them. So what we have to do is try and optimize our health. Now, right now we're in a, a crisis situation with President Trump testing, uh, he and his uh, wife testing positive for the COVID-19. And we'll have to see how he does, but I'm optimistic. I have patients older than he is that got COVID and he breezed right through it. They breezed right through it. Oh, they had symptoms of a flu, but not anywhere like, like they're telling you that the, these people die. And the people are in the hospital, you know, the doctors and nurses on the front line who are seeing all the deaths and things like that, well, they're seeing the worst of the worst. That's why they're in the hospital. They are the worst of the worst. And so I can see why they might be a little bit, um, a little bit jaded almost on how bad this is because, you know, it's this. But most people don't even have symptoms that get it. And so a lot of people are testing positive, but they have no symptoms. And like, I, like I've relayed before, if you're under the age of 60, you are more likely to die from the common cold from the common flu that, that is around every year. If you're under the age of 60, you're more likely to die from the common flu than you are from COVID. That's a fact, that, that, that is just a fact. More likely to die from the, uh, the common flu if you're under 60. So is it something to be alarmed about and uh, to, uh, you know, to shut everything down? Well, we'll, t we'll talk about that in a little bit, but regarding President Trump, um, he's in a hospital, and, and I would say because of his position, he may have gone in the hospital, and I saw him walk, on, walk to the uh, helicopter. He may be at the hospital just as preventative. You know, if you got the most important, powerful person in the world, I, I don't see any problem with him. Even if he has no symptoms, being in a hospital for a few days, careful watching, waiting. Now, most of us, if we're maybe felt good, like, like hopefully he does, he just tested positive, we wouldn't need to be there. But considering his position, he needs to be there. We want to make sure that anything uh, and everything that can be done is done uh, to uh, protect his health and to ensure his position. Obviously, he's, he's still doing things. And so based on this, this uh, what we're doing now, the mask and everything, um, look, let's be real. If the mask were 100% effective, why release peace people out of prison? Just make everybody in prison wear a mask. Really, if they were that effective, just make everybody wear a mask. Now, I'm not saying not to wear a mask because when I see people doing certain things, you know, when they're working around food and stuff like that, I'm thinking, okay, I would prefer that you wear a mask rather than handle uh, being around uh, food that's open to the environment and uh, you're coughing, you're sneezing, you're wiping your mouth, and then you're touching the vegetables or fruit. Okay, I get it, and, and uh, I'm not phobic about it, but I don't want your germs. And so there's, I, I do believe that time for uh, added hygiene, things like that, but to think that you're never going to get it if you wear a mask is absolutely wrong, and I can prove it right now. If it were true, why do medical doctors and nurses get it? They're all gowned up to the hilt. 
they're they're in a, a, a sterile environment, or they, they keep themselves as clean as possible. Um, my mom was in a nursing home uh, for a, a few days because she had some dizziness, and every time they walked in the room and then walked out, all the nurses would would strip and regown, uh, not strip, you know, get off their external stuff and masks and gloves and outfits and then put another one on for the next old person they go in to see. But even those people get it. Even as, as perfect as they think they're being and we think they're being, they're still getting it. Okay, so we're all concerned about Donald Trump, that he's got it. And, uh, um, uh, and okay, he does have some, uh, I guess his primary thing, he's a few pounds in the obese level. He, I mean, he's, he's a big guy. You can look at him. And so he's a, probably a few pounds overweight. And so that is one primary risk factor. And I don't know the rest of his health. So I don't know what other risk factors he has. I don't believe he's diabetic. Um, I don't think he's got any major heart problems or we'd probably know about it. Um, if he had arrhythmia, if he had blocked arteries, you know, if he had things like that, has he had any stents and things like that, bypass, has he had a bypass? Does he have any kidney or liver problems or things like that? I don't think so, or we'd, we would know about it. And uh, so uh, even though he distanced himself, he did get exposed to it, okay, be expected. And uh, what is really vile is the people who wish he were, that he hopes he dies from this. You know, that is the most vile, despicable thing that you can imagine. You know, just a little bit, and I don't usually talk politics or much, but I'm a conservative uh, Republican, and I was not thrilled with Obama and his, uh, his policies and things like that. But you know something? I never wished him dead. I never wished his family harm. I never wished his children harm. And I wish, wish that, the, that the other side of the aisle would be the same way. Instead, I have a friend who is on the other side, and he is his Facebook and uh, uh, social media accounts are so vile, absolutely so vile. It is incredible. Now, he's about my age, and guess what? He's having heart problems. And I actually told him, you know, with the hatred you have, and it's easy to see that you have absolute vile hatred in your heart, whether it's for Trump or anybody, I believe it's going to affect your heart. And I believe it's going to shorten your life. If you have such despicable, vile hate, it's going to be a problem. You know, and, and like I said, I never wished Obama dead. And I survived eight years of Obama. And if you're, if you're on the other side of the aisle, you'll survive, if it happens, eight years of Trump too. You're, you're going to survive it. It's, if you choose... If you choose, and so, uh, but let me say another thing. I've also got a friend who's on the other side, way, 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 and he's a uh, prepper. He thinks, you know, he's, he's moved to a, a remote part of the country, and he's got all kinds of uh, uh, food to last, you know, like five years or ten years. And he is so stressed out about, oh, the end of the world, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end. Well, he's got developed heart problems, too. And so don't go off the reservation, don't think that these horrible things are going to happen. You know, Trump has done some very good things, whether you want to admit it or not. And so, but the, I think what I'm looking at is your own health. To have such vile, putrid hatred is going to affect you directly.
And we already know there's been so many studies show that if you have negative thoughts, if you're a negative person, you don't survive cancer. If you have a negative, a negative mindset, you're going to have heart disease. You're going to have other health problems because the body can't take a joke. If you have these negative, vile thoughts in your mind, they're going to, they're going to present physically. Absolutely physically. So get out of yours. Get away from that kind of thing. Be positive. Realize that whatever is happening, it's not going to last forever. Trump is not going to be in, in uh, president for, at most, any more than four years, no matter what people say. He's not out to change the laws or anything. Just be, have some common sense about this, will you? Just some common sense. So um, that's what I'm talking about now. I know it's time for a break, so we're going to take a break right now. And we'll be right back. I'm Dr. Merkel. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And we are back. This is Dr. Van Merkel at Take-Two Healthcare. My office number is 937-433-3241. It's 433-3241. We have a marvelous website, Take-Two Healthcare. And uh, we've got some, uh, oh, this is October which means it is Breast Awareness Health, and we have um, a special for thermography, uh, thermography uh, month, and 10% uh, uh, off thermography services in October. And Dr. Yaley was on the uh, was doing the radio show last week, and she did a marvelous review of all the benefits of thermography, and uh, it is a safe, uh, painless um, breast screening. And she went in a lot more details, but it's 10% off. And that is a phenomenal tool that women should have in your arsenal of optimizing your health. And you can go to take2healthcare.com and get more information on that would be, uh, would be very helpful. And I want to go right now back to the COVID thing. And uh, there's a D-Dog. There's a medical doctor who's got a blog on. And uh, he's often quoted on MedPage. And a, a lot of his, um, uh, uh, he's often has articles in MedPage. And uh, here's one, and I'm just going to read some highlights of this, of this most recent one. He says, this thing was pretty widespread. So this idea that the United States were going to be able to squash it through su suppression was far-fetched. But by knowing how far and wide thing this th the thing is spread, you can calculate how fatal, how f the fatality really across all ages it is and we know it's not equal elderly people it's much more dangerous than young people much more dangerous if you're a young person under the age of 24 you're 36 times more likely to die in a car accident than you are from covid for an elderly person you're twice likely to die from covid than you are in a car accident so it does matter how old you are um the infection fatality rate is somewhere between two and three hundred thousand so our, the downside of our response, our social fabric is fraying. We have people in the streets protesting. We have people not going to in-person school who are dependent on meals. We have a whole cadre of people that have lost their jobs. We have small businesses that will never return because of what's happened. We have ripped open the fabric of our lives and our society for risk that in the beginning it wasn't clear and of course we were scared. And we were doing anything we could to prevent a 3% mortality, which is what, which would have been devastating. Now, if we had a 3% mortality, 
there would have been millions of people dead just in the United States. And it turns out that's not true. And uh, that's what the medical doctor says. And um, we can empathize with hundreds of thousands of children who, by the way, are at very low risk from contracting the disease. The flu kills more children than COVID-19. So can you empathize with the thousands of children that are missing meals, that are experiencing anxiety and behavioral problems that are stuck at home with abusive parents that normally they would have a relief to go to school? Um, they're forced to use technology and going to Taco Bell Wi-Fi because their parents can't afford internet at home. They are already losing the little bit of ground they've gained uh, to other kids who can hire tutors. Can you, can you empathize with those children? Can you empathize with that concept, that abstraction? Or do you only empathize with a child on a ventilator with the parents crying? That's a good point right there. Do you empathize only with the child, the person who's on, oh, I lost my whatever, uh, my, my, uh, my, my, my parents, my grandparents, or whatever, and you see people crying, people in a ventilator, or do you, do you sympathize with the thousands or millions of children who are now in worse situations. But what does mainstream media say? They say empathy. They say that that one person who is suffering. But what's a compassionate answer? And this is still, this medical doctor is still talking. Yeah, small business suffering. Maybe we should assume use the money we squander to, to support our small business instead of big companies. Maybe we should actually open up quickly based on the new data and maybe say, you know what? Companies can decide, but masks are probably a good idea. Even if it's only placebo, this is a medical doctor saying this, if only it's a placebo, if it gets us to open up and allows us to continue to save the economy, open things back up, get kids back to school, we ought to be doing it. And that's just a compassionate answer. And he, say, he goes on saying, so empathy has been a poison. But the mainstream media has been a poison. And uh, so um, we don't have conversations. He goes on and says, we're mean to each other. We open up social media that we share the most polarizing, the most nasty stuff. There's no reason to do it except to make us feel good. So um, wouldn't it be better if we just skipped all that nasty social media stuff and stuck to the basics? Now, here's something that, that if you're worried about Trump, Think, Vice President Biden is probably going to get it too sooner or later. If he becomes president, he probably cannot run the country in his basement. And just because the vast majority, this, this virus, like the flu virus, doesn't go away, we just, get it, we just get stronger and healthier to it as we build immunity. And so Trump has it now. I'd say he's probably in better health overall than Joe Biden. But Biden is going to get it too. It's just a matter of when. It's just a matter of when. So, uh, some things. That, hey, when I come back, I'm going to talk about uh, psoriasis on the feet, one of the worst cases I've ever seen. And uh, we're also going to talk about PMF and some things you can do to avoid the flu and help you avoid the COVID. Coming up, we are um, Dr. Merkel. We'll be right back after this. W-H-I-O. 
This is WHIO's Brian Kilmeade. Hi, this is Rush Limbaugh. This is my home in the Miami Valley. Dayton is our number one priority. You know that. And as news breaks, we'll break in anytime. 1290-957. WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7. WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm back. This is Dr. Van Merkel at Take-Two Healthcare. It's great to be with you this beautiful, sunshiny October 3rd. And uh, we're going to, you know, we're still thinking about, um, we've got, uh, you know, President Trump. Um, and also, and I want to speak right now to the doctors and nurses and the med students out there. I'm going to just uh, uh, say a, a few things that Dr., uh, he calls him D-Dog, medical doctor in MedPage. And uh, I, I've already covered some of the things, but here's kind of the heart of the matter. Compassion means that a doctor or healthcare professional or a nurse who sees all this suffering on the front line can actually step back and see the bigger picture and go, okay, what I'm seeing is the sickest of the sick here in my hospital. What I'm seeing is a subset of people that are ill with this. What I'm not seeing is the suffering that their response is causing. So instead of going out there shaming people for not wearing masks and tutting people to stay home and holding the entire population hostage based on what I'm seeing with empathy here, I'm going to look compassionately and go, okay, what's the bigger picture? I'm going to listen to all the data. I'm going to talk about it. Which means, again, if you're under 60, you're more likely to die from the common flu than COVID. And uh, if you're over 80, you're more likely to die from COVID than an auto accident. So where should our source be? Mental health is suffering very badly, much worse than the virus now. And come on, dude. Oh, okay, there's, there's another line in here. Um, uh, let's see. How much, uh, come on, dude, how much fear can you propagate? That's not based on science or, that's not based on science or compassion. It's based on BS. Empathy, empathy. And he says, once I saw a story about a kid who got sick from COVID and gave it to their grandpa and the grandpa died. Okay, now that's empathy. Okay, you feel bad. Okay, everybody ought to, ought to not go out so the grandpa doesn't die. But then you got hundreds of thousands of kids that aren't going to school. As I said, maybe their home environment is terrible. There's abuse, even worse abuse now for everybody in the family spouses, children, because they're not getting out. They can't get out. They're staying home. The parents are frustrated with the kids trying to do homeschooling. The people can't go to work. And so, as they say, mental health is suffering very badly, and I quote, much worse than a virus now. So how much fear can we propagate? Are we dealing on, on empathy? Oh, looking at one child. Are we looking at compassion on what's happening everywhere? Now, the media wants you to go with empathy. Oh, look at this one child. And they show that. And they ignore the hundreds of thousands of people who are suffering and where you're having suicides, you're having, uh, you know, all kinds of violence in the home because of our overreaction to the small minority of people that are dying from it. It's terrible that they're dying, but are we going to wreck hundreds of thousands of people because of that. Okay, so, and one of the things I'd recommend you do if you want to do something, well, here, here's something I was thinking about as uh, I was getting ready for the show. 
Oh, is it time for a break already? Oh, okay. This is Dr. Merkel. We'll be right back after this. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. And we're back. This is Dr. Van Merkel with Take-Two Healthcare, and we just uh, came out of the special press conference concerning President Trump and how he is doing so very well. He's been on no oxygen the last two days, and maybe he was before, but he's walking around feeling good, and that should be exciting to everybody. Unless you have some hate in your heart, how sad that is, but he is recovering, which it should be great for everybody and give everybody hope and assurance that, okay, Donald Trump in his 70s was exposed and got over it. I have patients in their 70s were exposed, tested positive, no real problems at all. And so the fact that President Trump is doing well should give encouragement, should be a great thing to celebrate. But unfortunately, watch the news and you can tell how sad it is that they can't even be happy that first of all, the body can deal with this. That a healthy body, and yeah, not even a super healthy body, but a relatively healthy body can deal with this. I'm not saying President Trump isn't healthy. I'm just saying, uh, like I said, if you're under 60, you're more likely to die from the common cold than COVID. And no one, absolutely no one dies of COVID without underlying pre-existing conditions. Now you may not know that you have those conditions, you may think you're okay, but the fact is you have no idea how healthy you are. You have no idea how healthy your liver, your lungs, your kidneys, your heart, your, you have no idea until you test. A couple weeks ago, I shared a story of a guy in his 40s who was running and lifting weights and doing all this stuff, and he had heard me lecture a few times, but he thought all this testing I recommend didn't pertain to him until he's out on a run he had done, he said, hundreds of times, and after the run, he felt he didn't feel good. Goes to his medical doctor, finds he's got end-stage kidney disease. But he was strong, and he could run, and he could lift weights, and he thought he was healthy. But truly, how you feel is no indication of how healthy you are, which is why everybody ought to do a blood test once a year. If you want to know the single best thing, okay, two best things you could do, in my opinion, are get a blood test every year, like we do here at our clinic. Not the little crappy one that most, most uh, people get for their annual physical, but a true thorough evaluation and see where you're at. Get a hair test for toxicities. Very important. Now, here's another one that might shock you. I'm going to recommend you see your dentist every year. One of the best indicators of your overall health is how healthy your mouth is. And if you have problems with bleeding gums, if they're pulling teeth, if you got problems, that is not just in your mouth. The mouth is a reflection of your overall health. And you can't have good overall health if your mouth is not healthy. So you need to see a dentist at least once a year. I try and go twice a year. Because if you are doing that and keeping your mouth healthy, I'm going to assume that you're doing other things to keep the rest of your body healthy. So you do that and you get a blood test and let's see where you're at. It's going to really help. Now, one quick thing with uh, President Trump. Uh, an article in a med page today, September 12th, 
low vitamin D is tied to COVID-19 severity. And people, patients who are hospitalized with COVID who were low in vitamin D experienced worse outcomes. So just that one factor. Do you think it would be good if you took vitamin D now if you don't have it to avoid getting it if you have any symptoms? It's been shown vitamin D helps reduce and stop colds, the regular cold and flu. So if you're worried about the COVID, you ought to be on vitamin D. You ought to be on zinc. Those are the two primary nutrients. And if you really want to do well, get tested like we should do here at our clinic, like I've talked about before. Check and make sure your kidneys, your liver, make sure you're not inflamed, the, the, that your vitamin D is good, your zinc levels are good. Optimize your health, and I will bet, pretty much guarantee you're going to breeze right through the COVID. If you get it, if you get exposed to it, you're going to breeze right through it. But you've got to take action steps. Don't hope. Oh, gee, I hope I, I'm all right. Test and know that you're all right. Test and know that you're all right. And that's what we do at our clinic. Call our office, 433-3241, 937-433. Go to our website, Take Two Healthcare. Don't be a victim. Take proactive steps to take responsibility for your health. Um, parents, take, take control and do something proactive to keep your kids healthy. If nothing else, take vitamin D and zinc lozenges. You ought to stock up on those because I will bet anything we're going to have a big COVID outbreak this fall and vitamin D is going to be scarce. Zinc lozenges, you ought to be stocking up now and you ought to get a blood test. Even your children ought to get tested because we found children, severe problems, respond very quickly to what we do. I know it's time to, to go. Thank you uh, uh, for listening and pray for our president and I'll be back next week. I'm Dr. Merkel. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. WHIO Dayton. WHIO FM Pleasant Hill. A Cox Media Group station. Powered by Back to Business IT. Take care of your business. We'll take care of your IT.